0: Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation.
1: We're your hosts, I'm Courtney.
0: And I'm Rose.
1: This week we're gonna be recapping the 2020 psychological thriller, Run, starring Sarah Paulson and Kiara Allen.
0: Yeah, Sarah Paulson, I feel like in another world, in another multiverse, she was my mother. But not in this one, not in this movie. She's hella creepy in this movie.
1: She stars in American Horror Story. And a lot of the season. she was like one of the main actresses. And I feel like Sarah Poulsen is so underrated. She gets a lot of attention, but she doesn't get nearly as much as she deserves because she is
0: phenomenal. She has this very calm, nonchalant, and yet malevolent. Is that how you say it? malevolent? What's the word? I'm thinking
1: M- malevolent means like
0: evil. Yes, that one. Okay, that one.
1: She does. Honestly, if it turned out that Sarah Paulson was actually a sociopath, I'd be like, that checks out. I hope she's not because right. I love her acting and I need her to stay out of
0: prison to continue to act. I love her so much. If you could kindly not commit any of the crimes that you commit on screen so that we can continue see you being a psychopath on screen, that would be great. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, I would love that. That's <laughs> what I need. Sarah Paulson, if you're listening, Please. <laughs> Just cover your crimes. If you're going to commit them, cover them well, okay?
0: Be better at it. We need you.
1: Exactly. Anyways, moving on. The movie starts with a woman, Diane Sherman. She is having a baby. Her baby girl is premature, and she is devastated because this baby's has a lot of health issues. She's super tiny.
0: Yeah, it's one of those silent but heart-wrenching scenes. Yeah, and... You know what?
1: Like the baby looks really weird. Most preemies look like little aliens.
0: To be fair, most babies look like aliens, but most babies look like fat little aliens. Yes. Like aliens that already like ate all the humans. So,
1: you know, we get to see some clips of Diane raising her daughter, Chloe. And Chloe has grown up with multiple disabilities she uses a wheelchair and poor Chloe takes a ton of medication a day.
0: And when the movie really kicks off is when Chloe is a teenager.
1: Chloe is now a teenager. She is homeschooled, still in a wheelchair, but she is super excited to go off to college. She wants to go to University of Washington. And you can tell her mom is really proud of her. There is a clip of her mom at the support group for homeschooled disabled children. The leader of the group is like, Diane, why don't you tell us about what you're worried about with Chloe going off to school? And Diane's like, why would I be worried about her? She's the strongest person I know. She's going to do great.
0: Right. And I mean, it just seems like Diane and Chloe have a really great relationship. They seem to get along really well. Chloe really seems like a very cheerful teenager. She's not like sullen or dark or feeling sorry for herself, she seems really excited. And also she seems very smart, too. She like is working on some sort of little mechanical projects in her room.
1: Yeah, she welds and she makes um, projects like she engineers her own little machines. But Chloe also doesn't have like a cell phone or Internet access. It's really weird that your daughter's homeschooled. And not only is she homeschooled and sort of removed from the social interaction of school, it doesn't seem like they have a homeschool-like group, which a lot of homeschoolers do. They have like a group that they like a homeschool meetup. It doesn't seem like Chloe has that. And she also doesn't have any communication really with the outside world.
0: Yeah. And so I think that's why that scene where the mom was talking in the parent group about how proud she is of her going to college that scene felt a little weird because I'm like, I don't know, personally, as a parent, I think all parents freak out when their kids are going off to college. But I can't imagine being the parent of a very sick child who has needed you mm-hmm. every day of their lives. That has to be terrifying.
1: Yeah. And one of the big things is that Chloe is also diabetic. So she has to be very particular in what she eats, when she eats, Checking her blood sugar. And I think that's something that her mom is concerned about. Listen, college students are not known for their choices of diet.
0: Right, like their good eating habits. I lived off of ramen, like a cliche, like Mm -hmm. a total cliche. You could tell that the mother is very protective of Chloe, even though Chloe seems to want independence. Like you could see Chloe trying to do all the things that she can for herself and her mother's still kind of doting on her, which like, I mean, as moms, like we wouldn't blame her necessarily for that.
1: Yeah, I don't blame Chloe for like wanting her independence here.
0: I don't, I wouldn't blame her either I mean obviously I think all children want their independence from their parents something is off about this whole situation and I think you hinted at it when you're talking about how isolated Chloe is the fact that uh-huh. she's probably 17 and isn't allowed to use the internet doesn't have a cell phone mm-hmm. and doesn't appear to have interactions with anyone outside of her mother yeah there's mm-hmm. something a little off about how controlling her mother is
1: yeah. Chloe is not allowed to check the mail, even though she's waiting for college acceptance letters. Her mom will sprint. Diane will sprint to get the mail before Chloe can see it. And that was kind of one of my first like, hmm, girlfriend. Yeah. Because Diane's obviously trying to hide something from her daughter.
0: Diane is very smart in the way she controls her daughter because she doesn't do it in a stern authoritative way. She does it in a very slick, loving way where she never tells Chloe you're not allowed to check the mail. Diane just makes sure that she gets to the mail first because Chloe is in a wheelchair and she's mobily challenged.
1: And Diane's even like, honey, listen, the minute you get acceptance letters, I will close my eyes and hand it to you so you can open it in private. They just haven't come yet. Chloe starts to get suspicious when one day her mom went to the grocery store. She brought in a bag. Chloe intends to go to the grocery bag and stink a piece of chocolate before her mom can notice. Right. Instead, she finds a bottle of green and white pills in her mother's name. Then later that night, Diane tells Chloe, the manufacturer of one of your medications, they went under. So we had to change your med to this other med.
0: So Chloe's mom obviously gives her the medicine every night. And when Chloe looks at the different pills, one of them is the little green and white pill that she saw in the bottle prescribed to her mother. And the thing about Chloe is that she confronts her mother immediately. She's like, mom, I saw these pills in the grocery bag. And she even admits like, listen, mom, I was trying to sneak chocolates from the grocery bag and I saw these pills in a bottle with your name on it.
1: Yeah, and Diane immediately starts gaslighting her. She goes... No, my name was on the receipt. And Chloe's like, no, it wasn't. It was on the... And Diane just interrupts her and goes, yeah, it was wrapped around the outside of the bottle. That's where they put the receipts.
0: That's where the receipts like, go. And then she,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then she immediately starts chastising her about sneaking chocolate.
0: Yeah. She changes the conversation. Chloe's not satisfied. She feels like her mother's hiding something from her. And Chloe goes looking in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom and she finds the bottle with the green and white pills. Only this time the bottle has her name on it and it has a medication name.
1: Yes. The medication name is like Mm trigloxalin. and Chloe's looking at the bottle. Okay. And she notices that there's something underneath the label. So she peels off the outside label and underneath the label with Chloe's name on it is a prescription for a different medication with Diane's name on it.
0: So the label that's underneath, she could see that it has her mother's name. So this is the bottle that she saw in the grocery bag, but she can't read what the original medication is for. But on the Mm -hmm. label with... Chloe's name on it. It does have a medication. What, what's the medication name? Like trigloxalin. Chloe has no idea what this medicine is or what it's for. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, she's done asking her mom because she knows that her mom lied to her.
1: Yes. So Chloe waits until her mom is asleep that night. She goes downstairs and she tries to Google the medication name. But the Internet
0: is not working. Yeah. I thought that maybe the mom turns the internet off at night for this reason to keep her daughter from sneaking any internet searches.
1: You know what? I thought that too. But the next morning, when Chloe wakes up and comes downstairs, her mom is on the phone yelling at the internet company,
0: or supposedly, maybe she wasn't even talking to the internet company. Yeah. No, I don't. I think she was faking the whole thing.
1: And Chloe's like, When will the internet be back on? And then Diane's like, how did you know it was about the internet? And Chloe readily admits, she's like, oh, I came downstairs to use the computer last night to see if my whirly Do flux capacitor that I made needs a new water pump. And her mom's like, oh, does it? And Chloe's like, I don't know, the internet didn't work.
0: Yeah, so Chloe makes up an excuse about why she was using the internet. But so at this point, Chloe has a medication name And she's trying to figure out what that medication is and what it looks like. Because her suspicion, essentially, is that the pills in the bottle are not the pills named on the label.
1: Yes. And her first course is, I'll just call the pharmacy and I'll ask. She calls the pharmacy and the lady at the pharmacy, Mrs. Bates, is like, oh, Diane, is that you? And Chloe freaks out and just hangs up.
0: Yeah, because Diane calls the pharmacy so much that they recognize her number. So Chloe tries another way. She tries multiple ways. She even tries calling 411 and having 411 connect her but then right at the end 411 announces that there's going to be a surcharge for it, like a charge and Chloe hangs up uh-huh. because she knows that her mother would see that. So yeah, ultimately what Chloe does is she calls a random stranger. It's the, it's the weirdest interaction. She calls a random stranger. This guy picks up and the guy is actively having an argument with his girlfriend as chloe is trying to convince the stranger to randomly google something for her
1: yeah and he's like just do it yourself she's like listen bro i can't this guy's girlfriend is in the back screaming about some lady named paola the guy finally agrees to google the medication for her and so he googles it it's for one of her conditions that she Mm -hmm. has and then she's like okay tell me what it looks like and he's like it's a red pill and she's like do they do any of them look different? Are there different manufacturers? He's like, "No, they're all red." Yeah. None of them are green. And so yeah. Chloe freaks out.
0: Yeah, so this is the confirmation that her mother is giving her a pill that's not For the reason that she's pretending it is.
1: You know what? Have you ever gotten your meds and like they're from a different manufacturer, so they look different? And you're like, but what if they're actually trying to
0: poison me? Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracy theories about big pharma that I definitely buy into, like that they built in side effects into medicine so that you need to get a different medicine to counteract that. Side effect.
1: Joke's on you. I just deal with it.
0: (laughs) Joke's on you. I just walk around nauseous all day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What I'm hearing is I'm going to get skinny. I'm going to be so skinny.
0: (laughs) So Chloe stops taking the medication, actually. When her Mm -hmm. mother gives it to her, she pretends to swallow it. And then she just hides it. Mm -hmm.
1: And Chloe has this plan. She convinces her mom they should go to the movies. And during the movie, Chloe tells her mom she has to pee. And then Chloe books it across the street to the pharmacy. I mean, she's rolling her chair so fast. Like, I don't even know if I could
0: run that fast. I know. Yeah, she's going legit 10 miles an hour. She's zooming down the street. Chloe gets to the pharmacy and it's I guess this is a small town. So it's the same pharmacy that Chloe's mom goes to all the time. Chloe skips the line. There's this long line of people and Chloe's just like, listen, if I'm ever going to pull the sad wheelchair card, this is it.
1: Yeah, she just goes, I'm paralyzed, feel bad for me. Chloe goes up to the pharmacist, and she's like, hey, can you tell me what this med is? And the pharmacist is just so confused. The lady's like, if it's under your name, of course I can. Chloe says, no, it's not under my name, it's under my mom's name. And she's like, oh, confidentiality, I can't tell you. And then Chloe's like, oh, it's it's a game, it's a scavenger hunt. We love scavenging and hunting. <laughs> so the next clue is about the medication. The lady's skeptical, but she's like, "Okay, she's like, this is a trick question because this is a dog medication.
0: Yes. The pharmacist tells Chloe, this medication is actually not in your mom's name. It's in... Your dog's name, side note, they don't have a dog. But the pharmacist right. is like, apparently dogs are not protected under HIPAA. So the <laughs> the pharmacist is like, I will tell you everything about the dog because dogs don't have rights, apparently.
1: No, dogs are protected under HIPAA. If you've ever tried really? to get... They are. Like, I've honestly had more issues getting information about my own goddamn dog from a vet <laughs> than I have about getting information from my kid's pediatrician.
0: That's so funny. So the pharmacist tells Chloe that this medication is actually a like a very strong muscle relaxant for dogs.
1: Yeah. So this is the medication that they would normally give dogs who have like a broken leg or something in order to keep them like sedated and stuff. So they're not trying to move around while their leg is trying to heal. Yeah. Um, Chloe's like, what would happen if a human took this? And she's like, probably make your legs numb,
0: like paralyze Mm -hmm. you
1: a little bit. And at this point, Chloe starts having a panic attack as her mother is rushing in.
0: Isn't it interesting, though? Her mother was in the movie theater across the street and down the block. And it's like her mother must know that Chloe is on to her because Diane knew exactly where her daughter was. She rushed to the pharmacy.
1: Yes. So I think that at this point, Diane knows chloe's asking some odd questions she's going to the pharmacy yeah
0: and chloe is just freaking out hyperventilating diane tells everyone oh my gosh give us some space give us some space and while no one's looking she injects chloe with a syringe yeah
1: chloe just passes out and then diane takes her daughter home when chloe wakes up she's locked in her room And her mother's not there.
0: Yeah. So at this point, it went from like, oh, honey, you're just confused to like, oh, shit. Now, you know, I got to lock you in here and come up with like a plan B. At this point, I'm wondering, like, what is the mother's plan? Like Chloe's about to be an adult. She's 17. Like soon she could be independent. What is her plan?
1: Well, here's what I think her mother's plan is. Her mom is like types out an email to a doctor at one point that just says i am furious. Chloe has been suffering severe delusions. So what i think is that her mom plans on gaslighting Chloe into thinking she's imagining all of this and that it's a medication change, mm-hmm. which is what her mom's been telling people, and then i think her mom plans on getting guardianship of her cuz Chloe's not all there.
0: It has to be a plan about like retaining control of her. Because obviously Mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. Her mother is just obsessed with controlling her. So you know what this is called, right? The Munchausen by proxy?
1: Yeah, I've heard of it before. That's what the gypsy Rose Blanchard's mom
0: had. Yeah, so this movie reminds me a lot of a real life case of a girl called Mm -hmm. Gypsy Rose, whose mother was purposefully keeping her ill and not just keeping her ill, lying about her age. She would have her dressed as though she was 12 when she was already 18 or something crazy like that.
1: Yeah, Gypsy Rose's mom literally like kept her in a bubble. She wasn't even paralyzed. Her mom kept her paralyzed in a wheelchair.
0: Yeah, but I think Maybe the difference is that Gypsy Rose, okay, just to be clear, this story is not based on Gypsy Rose's story because Gypsy Rose actually ends no. up murdering her mother. It was like a whole it's a whole mm-hmm. twisted story if you're ever interested in true crime to look that up. But you have to wonder how often this happens,
1: yeah. I w- I'm trying to figure out like the cause and effect here. Like, is she doing it for attention, for control, for both? I think a lot of parents do it for the attention.
0: Yeah, I think some of them do it for the attention and the perks. There's also this podcast Mm -hmm. that's phenomenal. It's called Scamanda, which is about this woman who faked cancer for years and years and years so that she could get all of these free perks and money and all this stuff. And it's so that's kind of similar where she was even like giving herself symptoms in order to like make it more believable. I think a part of it is the attention and another part of it is this pathological need to control someone else and to feel needed, Mm -hmm. you know, because you could tell that Chloe's mother, like Diane enjoys taking care of her daughter. She loves making her daughter her food and taking care of her and all these things. But now Chloe's Mm -hmm. getting ready to go to college and Diane's like, oh, no, this can't happen.
1: Yeah. Chloe now being locked in her room. She's she's not having it, okay? She tries to pick the lock on the bedroom door, but there's something blocking the door from the outside. So Chloe hatches this whole plan where she takes her soldering iron and goes out on the roof. Army like army crawls with just her arms to her mother's room and breaks the window.
0: Yeah, cuz this girl can't walk, and so she's like just dragging herself, just pure upper body strength, which I could never. I couldn't drag myself two feet.
1: Listen, that girl probably has one hell of an uppercut with all those upper arm muscles. (laughs) I know.
0: Yeah. So Chloe makes it to the next window over, which is her mother's room, breaks the window. Mm -hmm. And she's prepared. She even brought a blanket to put over the windowsill so she doesn't get caught up. The problem is Mm -hmm. that Chloe has asthma. She has very severe Mm -hmm. asthma. So by the time she makes it into her mother's room, she's wheezing. She can't breathe.
1: Yeah. Yeah but girl doesn't let that stop her okay she is fighting for her life literally but she goes to her bedroom there's a garden hoe blocking the door Mm -hmm. she moves the garden hoe gets into her bedroom and gets her inhaler
0: yeah, so she needs it's kind of ironic that she had just broken out of her room and then she had to go back. She had to break into her room to get her inhaler. And her wheelchair. And her wheelchair. The next challenge is getting down the stairs because Chloe's room is on the second floor. Now, usually there is a what do they call them? Like a stairmaster. Oh, like a lift. Yeah, there's it's like a, a- lift. Yeah, there's a chair left that Chloe can usually use, but her mother yanked it from the freaking wall so it doesn't work.
1: Yeah, Mama did not take any chances. Mama cut the phone lines before she left. Mom locked Chloe in her room, disabled the chair chairlift, not just like turning it off or taking like she ripped the wires out of the wall.
0: She wanted to make sure that Chloe did not get out of that house.
1: Chloe wasn't about to let that stop her. Chloe takes the wheelchair, shoves it over the chairlift and down the stairs. Chloe is trying to like body scoot down the stairs, but she makes a misstep and then she just goes ass over elbows and tumbles all the way down the stairs.
0: This girl is incredible. She manages to, she's bleeding, but she still manages to pull herself up onto the wheelchair and then she just rolls out of the house and she is rolling down the road and we see a clip of her mom driving back home so at this point we're like oh fuck she's gonna run into her mom on the road
1: yes chloe sees a car coming around the corner while she's on the road leaving her house chloe backs her wheelchair back into the trees until she sees that it's the mailman and Chloe just wheels her chair directly in front of the mailman.
0: Yeah, the mailman almost hits her. That would have been a bad day. Although the mailman's mm-hmm. day kind of gets a little worse. He manages it to does. break right before he hits Chloe. He runs out. Chloe, I guess she just tells him everything. Like my mom is drugging me. Something is wrong. At the very time when Chloe's trying to explain what's going on her mother pulls up behind the mailman.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Props to the mailman because that mailman is he is doing his best to not let mom get anywhere near Chloe.
0: Yeah, because Diane is like, oh, my gosh, my daughter, is she okay? Is she bleeding? What's going on? And the mailman's like, listen, Diane, like Chloe's telling me some stuff like I need to call someone like this is.
1: Yeah. And then mom is like, listen, my physically handicapped daughter is bleeding alone with a grown man.
0: And so she puts 911 on her phone. She's like, what do you think they'll think of it? And he's like, oh, call him. At this point, I really thought he was going to let her go because, yeah, she was threatening him. And honestly, it would have looked really bad for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, who are they going to believe? The mom or this like random mailman?
1: You know what? When the cops went to the house and they saw everything, I think they might feel differently, especially with a psych eval on Chloe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is what they would probably do if her mom's like, no, she's delusional.
0: At this point, the mailman, listen, male people, male men and women, they go, these people, they deal with a lot. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is just a Tuesday for them. I'm sure. And he is not budging. He's like, listen, Diane, like I am taking Chloe to the hospital. I don't feel comfortable just handing her over to you. You can follow me to the hospital if you want.
1: Yeah. So she agrees. He goes over to Chloe and the mailman says, hospital or police. And Chloe's so relieved. She's like, police. So he gets her set up in the back of the mail truck. Meanwhile, mom comes up behind him and injects him with something. (laughs) Something that paralyzes him, makes him pass out. I think that mom kills the mailman. Do you think he's dead? I think he's dead because if you like in the scene after this, after Kobe wakes up, mom is dragging a body and there's blood smears on the floor. I think mom kills the mailman. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, it's getting dark. This is the thing, right? It's like this snowball effect where the mom has to do more and more drastic things to maintain control of her daughter. But what is she going to do with them? with the mail truck like if there is someone who people can one know where they was supposed to be at any given time of the day and two will be immediately missed it's the mailman
1: yeah i don't think mom thought it through that far i think she was just panicking and was like must keep control of chloe mailman no secret
0: Mailman must die. So this time, mom puts Chloe in the basement. Things are spiraling fast. I don't think Diane really knows what to do at this point, but she puts her daughter in the basement. While Diane is off dealing with the mailman's body, Chloe is waking up. And trying to figure out how to get out of the basement.
1: First of all, the basement is so creepy. Her mom has like this weird red bloody looking pot of stuff boiling on like a camping stove. And then Kloby sees this box with her mom's first name and a different last name on it. Chloe tries to wheel herself over to it
0: only to realize that her mom has chained her wheelchair to a pipe. Right. So Chloe, once again, has to army crawl over to where she needs to be. She gets the box. And at first, it seems to be like a box of mementos. Like there's like pictures of Chloe when she was little. But there's a picture of Chloe when she was, it looks like a toddler running around. Yeah. Chloe thought that she was basically paralyzed her whole life. And now she's seeing a yeah. picture of her as a kid running around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Things are starting to fit together for Chloe that her mom intentionally made her sick. Yeah. In this box of mementos is also a death certificate for Chloe Sherman, two hours, 11 minutes old.
0: Obviously, this doesn't make sense because how could Chloe die at two hours old when she's right there? But then there's Mm -hmm. more stuff in that box that answers that question.
1: Right behind the death certificate is a news clipping about how a newborn baby was snatched from the hospital and the parents pleading for the safe return of their daughter.
0: The The little girl, little baby's name was Emily and she was taken from the hospital. So here we go. Chloe's name is actually Emily and she is not Diane's daughter. She was actually stolen. So the scene we saw in the beginning of Diane giving birth to a baby girl, that did happen, but that baby girl died.
1: Yeah, that baby girl died when she was two hours and 11 minutes old. And then as Diane was looking at all the babies in the nursery, they wheeled in this perfect little baby girl. And Diane was like, you're going home with me.
0: Do you think Diane was always crazy? Or do you think she snapped after her daughter died?
1: I think it was like postpartum psychosis mixed with the trauma of losing her baby girl. I think that... It was just the perfect storm of circumstances that made her crazy.
0: And obviously not to excuse anyone who does something like this, but it cannot be understated. The physiological and psychological trauma that women go through, apart from the physical Mm -hmm. trauma during childbirth, like it really messes you up.
1: Like when I had my kids, did you have that feeling of just emptiness after you gave birth?
0: So I had to like physical,
1: like being physically empty.
0: No, I had postpartum depression with my second, but it developed over time. It wasn't like immediate.
1: I remember after my second one, I remember just this feeling of like emptiness, like not emotional emptiness, but like my body just felt so physically like hollow.
0: I think that's depression, honey
1: bunny. Oh, cool. I had that. (laughs) But also the
0: babies had baby lojacks on their ankles. That's hilarious that babies have the little prison lojack bracelets. Like they're all on house arrest.
1: Yes, they did. And if you tried to take a baby with a bracelet off the floor, an alarm sounded and automatically the intercoms just went code pink. Mm-hmm. So like you would have had to hustle. And plus the nursery was on the fourth floor. So like you would have had to really hustle to get a baby out.
0: Yeah, So here is Chloe discovering that not only did her mother intentionally make her sick, but also her mother is actually a kidnapper who took her from her actual parents.
1: And about this time, Mama comes back downstairs. She is talking some crazy shit. And Chloe's like, I know everything. Like, I know that you kidnapped me. And mom loses her shit. She's like, I saved you from them.
0: I'm sure in her head, she justified it somehow. Every villain is the hero of their own story. In her head, she's justifying everything about how she's doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, and also like you can't reason with crazy. Like, yeah, you can't. They don't know logic here. The delusion that they have invented in their mind is just too far gone.
0: When the mom comes up, She's cooking up. What is that, Courtney? She, like you said, there's like this thing cooking up on a camp stove. It's like black tar or something weird.
1: I don't know. It looks fucking disgusting. But mom is telling Chloe, you know what? I'm going to give you this. You're going to forget everything. And then when you wake up, I'll be right there. And Chloe is freaking out. Okay. Mom puts this into a giant syringe with a needle Cause she plans on injecting her daughter with
0: it. And first of all, that thing was just boiling. <laughs> like it was just on a right? It was just boiling. You would think it would melt the plastic. But anyway, Chloe's like, not today, homie. I've got too much upper body strength for this shit. Chloe manages to back into a closet in the basement and lock herself in there.
1: Yeah. Mom tries coaxing her out first, and she's like, Honey, just come on. I'm not going to hurt you. Everything will be fine. We'll talk about it. I think they're beyond talking about this. (laughs) Chloe decides that it's only, she knows it's only a matter of time before her mom is able to get into the room. So Chloe makes a contingency plan.
0: Yeah, she grabs a bottle of something. What is it that she grabbed a bottle of?
1: I'm not sure exactly what it is, but right on the front of the bottle, it says, If ingested, call 911 immediately.
0: So this kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. I thought Chloe was going to splash this in her mother's face or something. Same. But instead, when Diane breaks into the room, Chloe looks Diane in the eye and says, you need me and then chugs the bottle. Yeah. Mom does call 911. She's forced to. Yeah, Diane is forced to call an ambulance because at this point, like, Diane doesn't want Chloe to die.
1: Yeah. And she tells everyone that. Her daughter tried to commit suicide. Chloe gets her stomach pumped. She's intubated at the hospital and she's on suicide watch.
0: So when Chloe is alone with the nurse, Chloe is trying to ask the nurse for something to write with.
1: Yeah. The nurse says, you can't have my pen. It's a safety issue because she's a suicide risk. And so she finds Chloe a crayon. Mm -hmm. Chloe's trying really hard to write out a word, but then a code blue gets called And the nurse has to leave.
0: Yeah, it was a very suspicious code blue because we had just seen the mom outside arguing with a doctor because she wanted to take Chloe home. And the doctor's like, absolutely not. You can't take her home. We have to keep her for observation. Yeah, she needs a mental health assessment before she can be released. And now suddenly there's a code blue, which essentially sends everyone running to the other end of the hall.
1: Right. Mom comes in. She disconnects Chloe's machines, takes the tubes out, which I don't understand why another code blue wasn't called if all of Chloe's stats just Mm, stopped.
0: That's a good point.
1: But mom just kind of shoves Chloe's half-conscious body. Like, Chloe's still paralyzed because she was intubated. They have to keep you on a certain amount of paralytics when you're intubated. So Chloe's body is all ooey-gooey and, like, wet-noodly. Mom just shoves her into a wheelchair and tries to take her away. And she says, Chloe, you need me to.
0: Yeah, so a mom is getting pretty far because no one is looking twice at the woman wheeling her daughter down the hallway. And mm-hmm. Diane manages to get Chloe in an elevator and down. I don't, where is she going? Because Di- Diane essentially wheels Chloe to what seems to be like an abandoned part of the hospital.
1: Mom's car is parked over at the bottom. So mom plans on just taking Chloe this way
0: and sneaking her out like a back unused door. But at this point, the nurse gets back to Chloe's room and realizes Chloe's gone. The nurse is confused. She's asking around who took this patient. No one knows. Now they have an issue. They have a patient that's missing. Then she sees the pad of paper where Chloe was wanting to write something.
1: Yeah, Chloe had wrote mom. And this is some good instincts on the nurse's part because I think a lot of people would have saw that and been like, oh, she
0: wanted her mom. That's what I would have thought, honestly.
1: I think that Kobe wrote mom and then the nurse sees that Kobe's mysteriously gone. And I think that the nurse is just like, something's not right and it has to do with mom.
0: Yeah, so the nurse calls security. So security and somehow the police are also there. Diane is getting pretty far. However, Diane has to stop because now, she is faced with an escalator that's not working
1: yeah chloe and diane get into a verbal altercation security is on their way looking for them and chloe's like you're wrong i don't need you mom pulls out a fucking gun and is like
0: you will oh my god where did this gun come from like it just escalated so fast there's like well listen if you kidnapped a baby we're purposely making her
1: sick with unprescribed medication and then killed the mailman don't you think you would have a gun too yeah
0: maybe it just seems like there were layers of crazy and diane was just she was like crazy bingo and she was just hitting all the layers of crazy
1: yeah i well mom is spiraling mom's delusion is being challenged therefore mom is taking extreme actions in order to keep the control of that delusion that she's created
0: yeah now diane is cornered because she can't carry chloe down the escalators like listen they say when people are crazy they're like Supernaturally strong, but I don't think that mm-hmm. strength will help her carry this girl down like two flights of escalators.
1: Couldn't she have like picked her up like fireman style and then like sat on the
0: stairs and just bumped her way down each one of them? Even if she would have done that, the police and the security guards would have still caught up to her because they were there. And Diane pulls out her gun, which, of course, prompts the police to pull out their guns. Now, what the hell's your plan now, Diane? Like, what is your plan now? Do you know what I thought was going to happen? Murder, suicide. What I thought was going to happen is I thought because at this point, Diane is standing in front of the broken escalators and... And Chloe is on her wheelchair, you know, in front of her. I thought Chloe was going to regain control of her legs and just donkey kick mom down the escalator.
1: I thought that Chloe was going to like try to lunge at mom because her mom tries to move the wheelchair at one point and Chloe puts her foot down literally. And her mom sees that she's been off the paralytics and off the medication she's been giving her. She's starting to regain movement in her leg. And I thought that she was going to try to like wrestle mom for the gun. Or mom was going to do like a or mom was going to do like a murder
0: suicide thing and the whole movie would have just ended really sad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But no, what ends up happening is obviously when the police listen, the police is not messing around. The police ask her one whole time to put the gun down. And when she doesn't, they just spray her with bullets.
1: You know what? Normally white people get asked more than once to do something when it comes to the cops. Yeah. And I'm I'm glad that they kept the same energy here. <laughs>
0: you're so Because they normally reserve for other people. Yeah. So Diane actually does end up falling down the escalator. Like escalators are freaking metal steps. You're hitting every single one of those metal steps and they're like serrated edges. Like you're... Shredded, yeah. like you're done.
1: Dude, I had a nightmare once where I was just getting hit in the fucking face by an escalator. I was going I was trying to go like up the down escalator. And so I was just constantly like getting beat to shit with the
0: escalator. But that's a me thing. That's a me problem. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, man, it was a metaphor for something. You'll never know. It was a metaphor for being trapped at my shitty job at the time. You did it. You got out.
1: I got fired. They set you free. They knew I was on to them. So they had to take extreme action. They're like, she's too smart.
0: They didn't fire you, did they? They laid you off, right? Technically, yes. Well, yeah, that's not the same thing. Being fired is a performance thing.
1: I feel like being laid off is worse than being fired. Cause being fired says you made mistakes and here are the consequences. Being laid off is
0: We have determined you to be the least valuable member of our team. Despite all your best efforts. Yes. Totally. Because I've been laid off before and it was it was very traumatizing because I was trying my best at that job. And then it was like, oh, you're the most dispensable because I was the last one hired. So they say, you know, last one in, first one out sort of thing.
1: Yeah. After this gun showdown with mom, we get to see scenes of Chloe starting her life at the University of Washington Chloe's doing the thing, but then we see her going to visit Diane, and Diane is in a correctional facility, but she's in the infirmary. Like, Mm -hmm. Diane is in jail, but she's in the infirmary part of the jail uh, because Diane is sort of catatonic. Chloe's telling her mom all about, you know, her life and her kids and her husband. Chloe has reunited with her birth parents. And then she's like, All right, mom. She's like, I love you, but it's time for me to go. And then from inside her cheek, Chloe pulls three of those white and green pills. Oh my God. That are wrapped in plastic. And she's like, I love you, mom. Now open wide. So now Chloe is keeping her mom paralyzed (laughs) in her own body.
0: Yeah. While she's in jail. It just goes to show that Chloe did not escape this unscathed, like psychologically. And the fact that Chloe now has kids honestly scares me because like she's not okay. She's not Diane, but she's not okay.
1: She's not okay, but I feel like she is limiting her anger to the person who it it deserves to be directed at. You know what? Like I feel like, I love this level of revenge here because it's methodical, it is smart, and it is appropriate.
0: But it's like, yeah, does Diane deserve this? Yes. But then also... Does Chloe deserve to like move on with her life and leave this behind her? Also, yes. And she can't do that when she's actively keeping her old captor paralyzed as a revenge ploy. Like, do you know how much hatred you have to have for someone to do this and to like plan these visits to go see her and then sneak her the paralytics? I think
1: that if this had been done to me for 17 years of my life, I understand the hate involved there, but I honestly feel like it's just and also
0: like her mom will die eventually. OK, but the other thing I think we need a harp on is the fact that Chloe is not out of the woods health wise. Everything that she went through, everything that Diane did to poison her and make her sick has affected her body. Like Chloe is still in a wheelchair. She can't. She can't walk on her own just yet. She's getting better, but she is still suffering a lot of side effects after being poisoned for 17 years.
1: Could you imagine the muscle atrophy? She has 17 years of muscle and leg movement to catch up on. If it's only been like, you know, three or four years since the incident, she only has, you know, like the capability of a three or four year old when it comes to legs, And toddlers fall down all the fucking time.
0: (laughs) They do. But it's also because they're big ass heads. But Mm, anyway, yeah, this movie was like creepy in a very methodical way.
1: I love it. I love like, I don't love them, but Munchausen's by proxy cases really intrigue me. Mm -hmm. It's not like a mom is just a hypochondriac to where they always are like, Oh my God,
0: you know, they have a cold, so I took them to the ER. Mm -hmm. They are manufacturing symptoms, like, they are creating symptoms in their kids. To justify treatment that their kids don't need It's just wild I was thinking like, okay, if my kids think I'm crazy I'll show them this movie so they see what crazy actually looks like But I think they are probably like I'll give them cough drops and then they'll be like Are you poisoning me?
1: <laughs> Let them watch Rosemary's Baby So they can see how much worse you could actually be
0: I've never watched that movie Everyone talks about it because my name is Rosemary But I've never watched it
1: I've never watched it either, but I know the gist of it
0: Well, the teapot is empty for today
1: Don't worry Boys, bring it on the way. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you next time. Bye.